Hello and welcome to Off the Arrow Shelf Podcasts. I'm Rob, the author of OffTheArrowShelf.com and host for these podcasts. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode from Off the Arrow Shelf. So I'm going to talk to you today about the dreaded target panic. That thing which is mentioned time and time again on numerous podcasts. But I want to raise a question first off. Question, statement. I believe that target panic is raising its head and becoming a bit more prevalent because of the COVID lockdowns that we've all encountered and that we haven't been shooting. Let me know what you think. Do you think there's more people that are encountering target panic or if it is it a topic that is being raised more often let me know what you think anyway before i start i'm just going to make a statement if you've listened to other podcasts because let's face it over the years i've written loads on target panic and i've recorded a few things on it as well those of you who have listened to it in the past will know i hate the phrase target panic I think it's an inaccurate phrase. I, The reason I think it's inaccurate is that it implies two things. One, it's only present when the archer's focusing on the target. And two, it's a panic. They feel panicked. I actually think it's more, or a better description, is a shot anxiety. And the reason I say that is that the archers that I've helped, the people that I've spoken to about it, you know, my own experiences, have to say that it's not just about when they're focusing on a target. It can come up on long before then, before they're they're, uh, even, in some cases, they're en route to the venue. They'll start getting the kind of heebie-jeebies or the, the butterflies in the stomach. And I think that's important to remember. It's not just about a target. It's also not necessarily panic. The word panic implies a high level of anxiety, a high level of stress, and people potentially panicking. You know, the, the, the word panic implies that. And for some people, when they encounter target panic, as it's known, it's not that it's more um, an uncomfortable feeling or a loss of confidence it's not that they are gripped by panic and can't do things yes there are people who do go to that level but that's why i prefer the phrase of anxiety or shot anxiety because people get anxious they have a level of anxiety and it ranges from just being slightly nervous to being the stage where they can't release the arrow or prematurely release the arrow so i prefer the phrase um shot anxiety you may not like it that's fine i i, I don't mind but i'm going to kind of try and use that throughout the day um i know other people hate the phrase target panic so let's go back to what i, I was talking about earlier it's my belief that the 
enforced lack of shooting that we've had due to the various COVID lockdowns, the inability to get to the woods, the inability to actually get out there shooting is resulting in more people getting anxious about returning to shooting. And I'm hearing the sort of thing of, oh, well, don't feel quite as right. I don't have the same level of confidence. I'm a bit more nervous. And it's all leading to some people feeling that they're actually developing a target panic or a anxiety in their shooting. And it manifests in a variety of different ways. You know, they might have a, a poor release. They might feel that their shot sequence is less fluid. Their their movements are less fluid. There are two strands here that we're talking about. One is a physical strand and one is a mental strand. So if I look at the mental strand, it might be the anxiety over judging a distance, whether it's a conscious or subconscious of nervousness of oh right am i doing things in the right way oh is this how i do it because it's the, the the memory's not quite there then it's not as the fluid there's a physical aspect as well to this and there's the aspect of possible loss of um muscle tone or um, people call that muscle memory but the whole uh, aspects of the fact that you haven't been shooting you know i've not been shooting my my flat bows and they're 45 pounds um i have been shooting some of the the takedown recurves that we got for coaching so when i go back to that 45 pound bow i'll probably feel it a bit more i'll get a little bit more fatigued and from my point of view, I'll, I'll just shoot a bit less. That's, that's not a big problem for me. But if you're wanting to get out there and wanting to get back to the kind of level that you were before, and that's that's one of the kind of mental aspects, the aspect that you want to go back to what you were before. Well, remember, you've had that enforced break. Your muscles need to redevelop or strengthen again. Your ability to judge distances you know, little things like um, your fingers. So, you know, the, the finger strength or the wear on your fingers, the, the calluses, if you like, that build up, if you if you build up calluses or the memory of the strength in and processes that you will go through. You might find that you are struggling to draw a bow, that you used to shoot very, very comfortably. And that then might mean that you don't get to a proper anchor point or you're not quite getting to your full draw you know you're resisting more when you're getting to full draw you know, it feels like there's more resistance because your muscles aren't as tuned as they were before and that then means you might start shooting that bit more quickly or not get us off as many controlled shots and when you start doing that, you might get frustrated with yourself. And so you've got the aspect of, okay, you've got your physical aspects impacting on your um, shooting. You've got the aspects then that you're thinking, well, I should be able to hit this because I always used to be able to. So you've got that mental anguish that's going on, that anxiety that's developing. And then that can develop into anxiety or it can develop into poor practice because you might start snap shooting, releasing before you should because 
in your head you're thinking I'm not sure if I'll be able to hold a full draw or get to full draw so I better let go now or oh this is feeling too too hard but I've got to keep going I've got to keep going and then there's that danger of you try and do too much too quickly I've always said you know low slow smooth so it might be a case you need to shoot a lighter poundage bow or you'll shoot less frequently so rather than doing your practice rounds of shooting three arrows four hours six hours however many you do in an end you might just shoot two or three arrows rather than the six arrows you used to do and gradually build your confidence gradually build your strength back up there are strength exercises you can do to build those muscles but the important thing is biggest thing I think is is the mental anguish that frustration that you'll feel of well I always used to be able to do this why can't I do it now well you've had an enforced break you've had to take a step back now there's people that I know that haven't been able to shoot for 12 months or so because of the various lockdowns because of access because of their work commitments and it's very hard to go back to something you haven't done for 12 months and pick up exactly where you go off. I'm going to use an analogy here from myself. I enjoy skiing. I haven't been for a couple of years, but I used to go once or twice a year. It sounds very decadent. It's not. We used to save like mad and then we'd, we'd go skiing. Every time I'd, I went skiing, though, and we usually... Um, book up a lesson and you might think well I've been skiing 10, 15 years or more why are you still having lessons? because there are long periods that I don't ski you know, the holidays you know, I get a holiday maybe once a year and that means there's a long period for me to start to forget things or not quite remember them correctly which is different to forgetting them. And it's always good to have a coach, to have an instructor, to give you a bit of advice, to get your, your limbs working again, to get everything's coordinated again. And I do that, and it helps me. So, you know, if I'm away skiing, I'll have a couple of days to get my legs back into it, and then I'll book a lesson and I'll have a, uh, a couple of hours with an instructor just to try and make sure that I'm doing things correctly and maybe give me some advice on the types of slopes that I'm, I'm skiing. Archery is the same thing. If you're going back to it after a break, take your time. Don't push yourself to go and maybe shoot your entire 36 or 40 target course and shoot two or three hours at every target if you haven't picked up a bow that you've been shooting for a long time. You know, shoot half the course. And if you're feeling good after that, go shoot a few more targets. Just build yourself up slowly and be kind to yourself. You know, be kind to yourself and be kind to those expectations you set yourself. It will come back. Your abilities will come back. Your strength will come back. And your distance judgment will return the more you do it. 
But if you get frustrated in the short term, if you get to the stage of, well, I'm not getting back to the level I want to be as quickly as you can, well, that's going to add to frustrations. It's going to add to your stress level. It's going to increase your anxiety about shooting. And you may get to a stage where you say, oh, I'll never get back to what I was. I'm going to just give up. Now, all you've got to do is, is be kind to yourself and build yourself back up. It's just like having an injury and coming back from an injury. I've been fortunate to coach quite a few archers that have injured themselves and they've got back to shooting. They've been able to be shooting again. They may have to adapt their draw sequence. They may have dropped poundage, but they've all got back to it. So my belief is that this enforced lockdown these on all these breaks from archery that people have encountered and they're now coming back to shooting he's having a rise with the anxiety of some people so go find your coach pick up some advice from them but also think about yourself think about when you first started you weren't necessarily shooting a 45 pound 50 pound flat bow you might have been shooting a a 20 30 pound recurve well maybe it'd be an idea to pick that up then and still just get out there and shoot and okay it won't have the same cast it won't shoot as well but you're still out there you're still out in the woods i was down the woods a few weeks ago and i was i shot a whole video i think i put it up because i was doing a, an inspection after a, a tree fell and I mentioned it, I think, in an earlier podcast. But it was lovely just being down the woods. It was really quiet and very peaceful. And it was lovely just going out. I didn't have my bow with me because I was doing this safety check. But it was great just to be out there wandering around and, and hearing the birds. Yeah, and it's what we need. We all need that feeling of just, yeah, okay, things are getting better. Now the snowdrops are coming out. Flowers are beginning to shoot, you know, the daffodils will be out soon. All these things, you know, it's spring is on its way and we and we'll develop our abilities again. But you've gotta be kind to your body. So don't be pushing and and overdraw uh, overbowing yourself, I should say. Even if it's the bow you shot in the past, you might not have that muscle strength just yet. It'll come back. Be kind to yourself mentally as well. Don't say, oh, I've missed it. Oh, come on. I should be able to do this. Just say, you know what? Yeah, I used to hit this with the first arrow without a problem. But then again, I haven't been shooting for a while, so it's not that surprising. Okay. Think about how you approach it. It's like, oh, well, there'll be the next time I come down. So, as I said, it's quite possible that these kind of enforced breaks will result in an increase in anxiety it's quite possible it'll have a detriment your detrimental effect on your shooting because of the fact that you might be shooting a bit too quickly or you might not be getting back to full draw or you might start getting frustrated with yourself and then it can be a slippery slope just stop and think yes just take a breather and think, okay, I missed that. Well, what can I learn from it? Well, I'm feeling a bit tired. If you're feeling tired, take a break. Yeah. 
if you're feeling that things aren't going your way, you will have good days, you'll have bad days. You're coming back to it. Remember what you have done in the past, but don't immediately expect to get back to that level straight away. Okay? So, in short, remember, take it low poundage, take it slowly and smooth. Yeah, Don't rush to be going back out there and trying to accomplish all your shooting to the same level if you've had that kind of a break. And you might have been shooting during lockdown. You might have been able to. But, and you might then be thinking, well, what I have been shooting. Yeah, but you're still not necessarily getting to the same level because you haven't been out in competitions. You haven't been able to go to different venues and learn your distance judgments. So one thing I always used to be keen on is that changing your club's courses, your field courses, is actually really important. And the reason is, very, it's very easy for you as an archer or for myself to get used to shooting a course. And then you don't so much assess the shots. What you do is you just go, oh, I remember how I shot this, I need to do X or Y. You're not applying yourself to that shot. You're taking a shortcut because you've shot it before. It's quite a skill to be able to go around a course that you practice on and still shoot it as though it's a competition. Or standing at the peg and looking and thinking, okay, yes, I know I've shot this before, but how would I read that shot? Is there some dead ground there? Does that feel right? And almost take it with fresh eyes. Anyway, I hope this has been useful. I hope you're all safe and well. And uh, take care of yourself. Enjoy your shooting, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, then drop me a line. My email address is offthearashelf at yahoo.co.uk. That's offthearashelf at yahoo.co.uk. Or you can check out the website offthearashelf.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening.